It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everybody. I'm Chuck Freeman. Welcome to Locked On Brewers. I am your new host covering the Milwaukee Brewers every day. What direction is this going to go for the Brewers this year? Uh, I think it'll return to the playoffs for the first time since a couple of seasons ago. You know, they've been a, a routine visitor to the playoffs. They just can't get the job done and make it to the World Series. But what direction is this season going to go? We'll talk about it next on Locked On Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and it is great to be here uh, and talking baseball and Brewer baseball, my favorite sports team in the state of Wisconsin. Been covering the team since 1981, uh, working for various radio stations since out of high school. Uh, right now, WIBA in Madison uh, doing the morning sports. Most of you have known me for years doing sports talk in Milwaukee and enjoying every minute and talking to the great fans and, and the Brewer fans out there. And uh, I also cover the Brewers for the Associated Press Radio Network, AP Radio. Been doing this all since 1981. But, yeah, having this opportunity to talk Brewers every day, your team every day, can't wait. And, you know, again, this season could go one of two directions. I mean, they could contend or they could just like they could go the other way. Uh, they won 86 games last year. It feels like they, you know, they lost 90. But we'll get more into that. Uh, as we move along here, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Brewers your first listen every day and part of the Lockdown Podcast. We are free and available on all platforms. I'll be your host, Chuck Freeman, and uh, we're going to be here after every game. Um, I'm going to try to do it on weekends, too, because Brewer baseball just doesn't stop Monday through Friday. There's Friday night games, Saturday games, and Sunday games. I'm also a Sunday season ticket holder. I go to the Sunday pack, Sunday games, take the 11 year old Shannon goes, and we have a, a great time sitting in, sitting in the stands. But most of the time, I'm covering the team. But when I'm not, love to sit in the stands. Is there a better place to be on a Sunday afternoon in the great state of Wisconsin than at uh, Amfan Field? I, I mean, I just want them to win. And some news coming out today: the roster seems like it's it's firmed up. Okay, as of right now, as of Monday, as of Monday afternoon. Roster seems to be firmed up. Here are some of the news of the day. Uh, Luke Voigt gets a one-year uh, deal with the Brewers. Now, the Brewers, um, he opted out of his minor league deal, and he left the door open for other teams to sign him, but he was coming back to the Brewers. One-year deal with a club option for next year as well. I really like this move. Uh, you know, I mean, last couple of years haven't been great for Voigt. He's been been hurt, but I, I maybe because I just remember his days to the Yankees, and, man, the power that he had a few years ago. In limited bats, and he was fantastic. So uh, I, I'm still holding out hope that he could return to normal uh, like he was a couple of years ago and give this give this team a bat at the DH spot and maybe spell some rowdy over at first base against those left-handed uh, pitchers. Now, Keston Hira, the era has ended for Keston Hira. And the reason why, there's just no spot for him on the team because they can't continue with this experiment any longer. I mean, God bless Keston Hero. It's not because of a lack of effort. The guy tried 
and he he worked his batting stance a couple of times, and you thought when he got called up from AAA, he had a couple of nice games and some big moments, and you thought, you know, I, okay, he's going to turn the corner. He's going to be back. He's going to be back to that form he was in 2019. But it just never happened. Uh, that loop in his swing, too many strikeouts uh, defensively, was bankrupt defensively, couldn't play him at second base anymore. You tried him at first base, and he made a couple of mistakes over there, and you're not going to play him as long as Rowdy's over there. And, and you got Voigt taking up some spots at first base. So, and, and you can't, you know, you're trying to win a pennant here. And you've, you've given Hira enough opportunity to work out of this. Um, so they designate a firm assignment. He can he could rejoin the franchise with Nashville. That's up to him. But I, I'm sure at age 26, somebody's going to give him a shot. But it's getting late in the game for him. The Brewers, again, it's not because they didn't commit to him. Because they did. They gave him every opportunity to make this team. Year in, year out. Be a part of the team. Be a part of the everyday lineup. And he couldn't get it done. Bryce Terang. Now, had Keston Hira been the player he was in 2019 and improved defensively, he'd be the starting second baseman on opening day. As it turns out, it looks like Bryce Terang is going to be the second baseman on opening day. And he would become the seventh rookie in franchise history to make the roster and start on opening day if he does against the Cubs coming up on Thursday. First since J.J. Hardy in 2005, he joined the likes of uh, Corbin Thomas, uh, Pedro Garcia, the great Paul Molitor, my all-time favorite Milwaukee Brewer, as well, you know. Um, but, yeah, he uh, he makes the roster, and he's, he's again, defensively, he's going to be really good over there. Can he hit? Can he hit is another part of the equation on a team that needs some offense. Let's face it, man. they they got to score some runs. Cannot be relying on the pitching. The pitching has been great. It's the offense that ultimately kills us every year. It does. It kills this team every year. But Terang is going to be likely – the everyday second base, but until further notice, I know Urias might move over there and play some second base. And I think the plan was for him to be the, the second baseman, Urias, but Terang is going to be, got the news on Monday in Craig Council's office, and that was great. It is great to see that happening. Um, other news, uh, Abraham Toro, who they got the second baseman uh, from Seattle uh, in the Colton Wong trade. Uh, Abraham Toro, who'll probably see some at-bats from time to time coming up here on the roster, but I mean, he can't hit, and he's going to be down at AAA to start this season. Uh, Sal Fralick, I know a lot of you wanted him to make the team. Um, right now in the minor league camp, uh, probably he's not going to make the team, uh, but we'll be up here. Yeah, just because you don't make the opening day roster, some of these young, these young guys, doesn't mean that they're not going to be up here in a couple of weeks or in May or June or wherever because injuries are going to happen and we're going to need these guys. And I, I'm glad we got quality, quality guys down at the minor league system. Meantime, let these guys get everyday bats down in Nashville. Joey Weaver is going to make the roster. Um, not going to be, I, I don't think he's going to be the starting right fielder on opening, opening day. That, that's probably going to go to Anderson. But Weimer, he's got the deep crouch and uh, been one of the surprises of camp. A lot of confidence. Hits the moonshots. He's going to be playing pepper with Bernie Brewer out there uh, in the left field chalet, man. Weimer, yeah, he can hit, man. He can hit, and I think he'll play some right field. So he initially will probably be a bat off the bench, but who knows? Um, so those were the moves today. Luke Voigt, 
Uh, Keston here are gone. Uh, Abraham Toro to AAA. Same with Sal Freelich, likely going to be a AAA. And Joey Weimer uh, makes the roster. Well, where does it begin and where does it end for this Milwaukee Brewer team? It does with Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich has got to turn it around. I mean, there's just too much riding on Christian Yelich uh, if this team is going to return to making the postseason. And if they're not going to make the postseason, uh, I would think that Christian Yelich is one of the reasons why. Uh, Yelich is going to have to have a big year and turn this team around and turn himself around. Now, you know, he said all the right things every year in the offseason and all that, that he's going to work and all that. And I, I do believe it's not because of a lack of work, but man, he, he just struggles and cannot, uh, cannot get it done. But we're going to talk more about Christian Yelich and the opening day lineup coming up here in just a little bit. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers. And Lockdown Brewers, y'all, is uh, presented by BaseballGM.com. Uh, just a great spot. I was looking a little bit about this today, and you, can, you have a chance to be uh, a GM. Play online. Your chance to lead a franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty in the simulation. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, managing through difficult personalities. That might be the toughest part about this whole deal, managing personalities, and, of course, managing through injuries as well. Navigate your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a 162-game season. All this in the challenging and realistic game world, ultimate GM Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline, play on the go, and as you want and when you want. Now, Lockdown Brewer listeners out there, you get a 100% free boost for their franchise when you use the promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit ProBaseballGM.com, scan the code, or look up uh, in your app store. Uh, that's ProBaseballGM.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. All right, welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Uh, I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Opening day is coming up on Thursday. And again, we're going to be talking Brewers every day. We'll, uh, our, we'll be doing this uh, unless the breaking news happens between now and Thursday. Uh, after the game on Thursday, uh, breaking down that game, the opener, as uh, you know, the Brewers uh, are going to Wrigley Field. Now, why the Brewers? Why Major League Baseball would put opening day at Wrigley Field? I, I don't get it. I, I just don't understand why well, Major League Baseball will start seasons in cold weather unless they have a dome. Now, I don't care. Start start both of these teams on the West Coast. Play some home games at AmFam Field. Load it up in the regular season. But don't be running these guys out in 30-degree temperatures and 40-degree temperatures. And more importantly, the fans. I mean, for concessions and all, you want to make some money. I mean, fans aren't buying buying ice cream and beer by the by the gallons when they're just trying to survive and scoreboard watch and get the heck out of there because it's so darn cold. So I don't know. Again, I mean, they get all three of these games in. God bless them, but it's not going to be easy, and it's going to be cold, and it's going to be cold, and, and you know, of course, chance of rain. Major League Baseball, figure it out. Don't be going. Don't be opening games in the, the late part of March, especially, or early April in Minnesota or Chicago. That just plain boggles my mind. All right. Talking about Christian Yelich. And what Christian Milich means to this team and what he's going to have to do. Well, and some of you think, well, Yelich needs to, uh, maybe he doesn't have to return to that 2018 form 
or 2019 form before he got hurt, but some a semblance of a ballpark. They're paying a lot of money for him, okay? They are paying a lot of money. The Brewers, the Yankees can afford to, if, if Garrett Cole goes south, they can afford to absorb that up, okay? If the Dodgers have a player go south, they can afford to absorb that up. The Brewers, as we know how financially strapped they are, they can't afford to have – I mean, Brian Braun was killing them for, for years because since 2011, yeah, he put up some nice years after that, not great years, not Hall of Fame years, but they signed Braun with the intention of being a Hall of Fame – the long-term contract of being a bona fide Hall of Fame top 5, 10 player in the league, and it didn't turn out. And Mark Antanasio, and God knows he's taken some criticism – more so maybe in the last year or so. But, I mean, y'all wanted it. We did too. I did too. We wanted him to resign. Yelich, he did, and he got him at a bargain basement at the time. We thought, man, they got him for a, a nice price. But as a result, now Yelich is killing him with that contract unless he starts playing some ball here. And as a result, is Yelich not playing ball and, and, and living up to that contract and being a $25, $35 million a year player, that ruin that that causes havoc with the rest of the roster here. You got to put Yelich in the leadoff spot. I don't want to put Yelich in the leadoff spot, but you got to. You can't put him in the in the runs driving in department, the third and the fourth hole, because he hurts you in that department. But you tried Yelich last year in the leadoff spot, and we're going to go with Yelly at the leadoff spot, probably an opening day. Oh, I had to take a drink there. Hey, first time I've been on extended media for for a while here been doing some radio and some tv you know the sports cast and all that but you know talking for a half hour straight i gotta get back i gotta get back in the, the swing of things so yelly yeah i mean yelly's gonna be the opening day leadoff hitter in left field but because you know you like to put him a little further down in the lineup a uh, garrett mitchell starting center fielder can run like the wind put in some muscle in the offseason I like the potential. Yeah, when they uh, released Lorenzo Cain last year, that's the the intention of uh, Tyrone Taylor and Garrett Mitchell uh, doing some things. And Mitchell, as a starting center fielder right now, I like that. I like that idea. Brady Anderson in right field, another guy, a uh, uh, reclamation project. We'll see what he had. You know, he did have some nice years at the Marlins. Not so good the last couple of years. Steady, good team ball player. Would I like them to do have a better player uh, in right field? You know, I always want to be. You always want to be tough in the corners, but Brady Anderson right now is going to be your right fielder. Weimer's going to get some play out in right field as well. Uh, the catcher spot, William Contreras, uh, getting some reviews for his defense, but offensively the guy can hit, and defensively he's been really good. Spring training, don't put a lot of. I don't put a lot of uh, emphasis on what goes down in Arizona. Now, if a guy comes up and hits 600, all right, 500, 400, I don't know. I don't I don't read too much into it, considering they're going against pitchers who are got triple digits on the back of their jersey. I don't read too much into that. But William Contreras, as a starting everyday catcher, I like that move. I don't know how, how they ended up with him, but how somehow they ended up with an all-star catcher and that three-way deal. I mean, that was great. I don't know how they pulled that off, but Gosh, gosh, God bless the Brewers for getting William Contreras as their catchers uh, and, and going to be their everyday catch. I like that. Anytime you get an all-star catcher, don't have to give up a, a heck of a lot. I like that. Rowdy Tillez at first base. Rowdy banged 35 home runs 
last year. But Rowdy couldn't hit his weight. And I like Telez. Uh, Telez is a clutch player. Big, big spots he, up and down last year. He hit home runs. I love him. Uh, in the last couple of seasons, I think that's a great pickup from the Blue Jays. Would, do you want Rowdy batting in the three hole on your team, like a two nineteen hitter? No, but Rowdy's going to be helped this year because the you know Major League Baseball, um, <laughs> as they continue to tweak the game, um, is getting rid of the shift, and that's going to help guys like Rowdy Telez who can't hit to left field to save their lives. So Rowdy Telez, the everyday first base, but you got to hit better than two nineteen. I mean, two, if we're going to go contend for a playoff spot and we're going to be up there with the Cardinals, and I think the Cubs have an outside shot at this, but if you're going to contend in this division, which is terrible, and actually contend for a, a playoff and World Series spot, and again, World Series, a pipe dream. Let's take it one step at a time. Rowdy has got to hit better than 219. Uh, Bryce Strang, we talked about uh, defensively. We know what he's going to bring uh, offensively. Who knows at this point? Willie Adamas. Well, you might be seeing the last days of Willie Adamas at shortstop. I, I think he's been great since he's been here. I don't think they're he, – he says there have, hasn't been any talk about a long-term contract with Willie. Terrific trade to get him from Tampa a couple of years ago. Been a, a great leader on this team. Uh, well, didn't have a fantastic year last year. But solid at shortstop. I like Willie. I think he's going to bounce back and have an all-star type season this year. But I want to see him in a long-term contract. Now, the fact that they have not re-signed him or signed an extension to him leads me to believe if this team is not in the race come at the uh, All-Star break, are they going to move him? Are they going to move him? I mean, you could say the same thing about uh, a couple of their starting pitchers as well. Um, but Willie Adamas is going to be solid at, at shortstop. Just want him to hit a little bit better than he did last year. Uh, Urias at third base. I think he's going to be just fine over there. Would you like somebody with a little bit more pop at third base on a, on a pennant contending team? You bet. But for now, uh, Urias will play some second base, some third base. That's great. Luke Voigt, uh, the DH, I think that's uh, – I mentioned at the top of this podcast, I think that's fantastic. And uh, Luke Voigt's going to do a good job. I'm glad they signed him, and they got him pretty much for a song. All right. The pitching staff, the bullpen. I don't know about the bullpen. And none of us liked the Josh Hader trade last year. And that's one of the reasons why we don't like the bullpen. <laughs> Excuse me. A couple of guys out there we like, but the starting rotation, well, the starting rotation is looking pretty good. We'll talk about that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. I'm Chuck Freeman, your host on Lockdown Brewers. Lockdown Brewers brought to you in part by Built Bar. Built Bar March Madness is here. And time to vote for your favorite bar or puff. And now go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorites and built bar. I've had one of these bars, bought one of these bars and they are fantastic. They are really, really good, energetic and good for you. And uh, right now you can get a 12 month subscription to built built best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try it. It's really good. for It's one of the best protein bars out there. And, you know, if you work out and, and, you, and you go for runs and all that, a built Bar to start your day is always a good thing. And I just have heard a lot of good things about it. I've had it and all that. It's delicious. And they're good for you. Built Bars and Puffs, so good. Well, for starters, they're very high protein, low in sugary, uh, covered in 100% real chocolate, 100% real chocolate. And right now, 
vote for your favorite bar, BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff. Pick up a box while you're there. Vote every day in March while you can. Thanks for making us your first listen right here. Locked on Brewers and Built Bar is the way to go. You want to start your workouts every day. You want to get in the gym or you're going to go to your run or walk. Start your day off with a Built Bar. I'm telling you, it'll give you some energy and obviously protein is what we all could use. All right. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Now let's get to the starting rotation for the Bronchi Brewers. Now the rotation looks pretty good, obviously. And it, and it always looks good when you can start with Woody and Burns at the top of that rotation. Burns is going to be the opening day starter. And you know, we all know he's got Cy Young stuff. And a lot of us were not happy when the Arbiter, the Arbiter ruled in favor of the Milwaukee Brewers. And people called Mark Athanasio cheap because he did not dish out that extra six $700,000 for Corbin Burns and made him, made him some money. Um, Burns could have made some more money. It would have made like, what, 10-9, 10-8 or whatever it was. And Burns was not happy about it. So, and, you know, the belief is, well, when Burns becomes a free agent, he is going to be out of here. Well, I don't think the Brewers are going to re-sign him anyway. And you know what? This is not Burns' fault. This is not the Milwaukee Brewers' fault. This is a product of Major League Baseball. Again, these Tony Clark, Major League, the Players Association, that stubborn Players Association, they won't have any part of a salary cap, none of it. And as a result, this is the way it's just going to be. Yeah. So, yeah, where you could be ticked off at Athanasio for not dishing out the extra 700000 And believe me, Burns is worth, in today's market, 30000 But, hey, you know what? The Players Association, they, they play hardball with the owners. They don't want a salary cap. So the owners, hey, this is their way of getting back. Well, you know what? Well, you want to go to arbitration? This is what we think, okay? Let's get a salary cap so everybody wins especially all these baseball teams. And then you got teams like the Milwaukee Brewers who, when it comes to these arbitration deals, you know, they tick a few people off. Josh Hader was ticked off all the time that he had to go to arbitration and he was sincerely underpaid. You know, so this six years of being under control by the major league baseball team. And then after six years, man, the salaries, the salaries just go out of whack. So, but th this is just a product of Major League Baseball. And the Players Association, you asked for this. You did. You don't want a salary cap. You've been stubborn for 30 years on this, all the way back to the, the early 90s. So this is what you get. And again, this is no offense to, uh, to Corbin. I love Corbin. He's a great pitcher. And I, God, I'd love for him to stick around. But, you know, after you signed Yelich, 
and he, he committed to a big deal for him. Can you really afford Corbin Burns? Again, blame it on baseball. Same with Woodruff. I mean, you got these two guys at the top of the rotation. There's no team in baseball where these guys couldn't be a one or a two. I mean, one or two on every team. That's how good these guys are. Uh, and, and on top of both good guys, Woodruff, I, I love, you know, a true mark of a guy. I always thought I, I covered these teams, uh, Woodruff win or lose in front of his locker. He's a stand-up guy. He's the same guy in front of his locker, whether he wins or loses. And I like that from him. I, I you know a lot of these guys are that, but just Woody classic guy. I like to see him stick around long-term as well, but for now Burns and Woody at the top of the rotation, uh, a lot depends on both of those guys. Uh, both going out there and getting the job done um, every fifth or sixth day or how many days of the rotation it's going to be with these off days coming up here uh, in April and May. Uh, Freddie Peralta. Freddie, I, I hope he bounces back. Uh, he says he feels better. He says his attitude is much better. Uh says he was down a little bit because of the injury last year. And, and young guy, fastball Freddie. Um, number three, solid number three guy. And I, I, I look for Freddie to take a step up in, in his game this year. Uh, I really like that. Uh, so let's let's just kind of wait and see how Freddie is going to do here in the upcoming season. Um, Lauer in my rotation, I'm good with that. You know, Eric Lauer is just going to want to hit your head against the wall when he's out there pitching. And other times you're going to love the kid. But uh, Eric Lauer is going to be part of this. And Wade Miley getting him back. Yeah, is he going to be the Wade Miley from 2018? Who knows? But he's a nice fifth starter for now. Uh, and and maybe he's back in the bullpen someday. I don't know as a long reliever, but Wade Miley, good for this team. Adrian Hauser was hoping to make the ro- the, the rotation. He's hurt right now, but um, you know, good guy. He's pitched well out of the bullpen. His numbers show he's really good on the bullpen. Another guy, though, when he is starting, you kind of have to watch the Brewers from under your your coffee table because you don't know what you're going to get from them sometime. Maybe you can go up at your six shutout innings, or he can be out of there by the second inning. But I like Adrian Hauser. And, uh, you know, we'll see where he is going to fit in this bullpen. This bullpen. Holy cow, this bullpen. Um, you know, obviously, they shouldn't have traded Josh Hader. That messed up the season last year. And I like to say, I, I love Josh. Josh is great. And, you know, closers always get dumped on because uh, a closer can go out there and, and pitch 10 straight days of not giving up a hit. And that 11th game, if the bottom falls out, and he gives up three runs or a game-winning home run. People are begging on the closer like these guys are supposed to be perfect. Josh was great when he was with here. I love the guy. Uh, another guy, after a bad performance, would always be a stand-up guy in front of his locker. We're going to miss him. God, I just I, – I loved having Josh coming on the closer's role and loved working with him over the years. But uh, Devin Williams is going to be the closer. I love Devin in the eighth spot. He's going to be the closer, the everyday ninth inning closer, you know, closer in this team. And he's, he's ready to be, but I – I like the I like the bullpen better when I had Williams in the eighth and Hader in the ninth. Uh, but because Hader's gone, Williams took over the ninth inning role. This team had 16 blown saves in the last two months of the season last year. I mean, that cost him a chance at a pennant. Uh, that has cost him a chance at a division title. I'm 16 blown saves, and he got rid of Hader uh, last year. But uh, Williams as a closer, I have no problem with Williams and that airbender as a closer. Uh, he's going to be really, really, really good. The rest of these guys out of the bullpen, I mean, who knows? I mean, who really knows? Um, there's some unproven guys out there. Uh, I don't know. I think once you get past the starting rotation, until you get the 
until you get to Williams in the closers role, you got to kind of hold your breath for some of these guys. You really do. You do. So as the season looks right now, the Brewers on paper are probably the second best team in the division. You know, all the baseball prognosticators, you know, the Cardinals are the favorite. The defending divisional champs are the favorite. You know, they got the, they got a few things going for them in the right direction. Brewers will see them. Um, I think it's mid-May they see them uh, down there for a first. Actually, you know what? The, the second week of the season, the Brewers, um, yeah, the weekend of April 7th, 8th, and 9th, I think the Brewers have a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series with the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals are going to be here early in the season. That's right. So they're going to be here on Easter because I'm already looking forward to taking my 11-year-old kid because I got him in this year for Easter. So, Brady, if you're listening, we're going to opening day, Brewers and Cardinals, that Sunday game. We're going to that game. So that's going to do it for the first Locked On Brewers for 2023. We covered a lot. Man, I hope the Brewers are in contention this year. They've been great being in contention for every year since 2017, at least in contention, and that has made summers great. And we need that again for this year. Lockdown Brewers, make us part of your everyday listening and viewing on the Lockdown Network. Thanks for being a part of it. And uh, again, I want to tell you about once you're done with me, and if you're into fantasy baseball, win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Chuck Freeman here on Locked On Brewers. We will be talking to you after the game coming up on Thursday and every day. Let's have a great season, everybody. Thanks for listening to Locked On Brewers. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.